Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Back once again, it's the Love the Grabs podcast. I've gone off book. Um, my name's Chris. I am on the line with Alan. Hello. Hello. That's Alan. I corrected the lag ever so slightly on that last episode. All right. Um, so, so you know, we'll do that again. Try and make it sound like there isn't anything weird going on. Um, we've reconnected over Skype a couple yep. of hours later. Um, so some of you may have just listened to our episode that we did covering um, the news um, but also catching up on some shows that Alan's been to. Um, on that episode, we had intended to do a little preview of the Natural Progression series uh, from Progress that we're going to tomorrow. And we couldn't fit it in. No. What did we, you what, what, yeah, you we, had to rush off. I did. I had to go and pick up my little one from school. Um, Roll Dahl day today. Is it? Yeah. Did they have to dress up? They did, yep. So she was a Veruca Salt. That's... That's a bad one, isn't it? Yeah. She's, like, she's bad. Yeah, she's... That's a bad... That, she did say... That's a bad person. She said that um, the only child not represented from um, Willy Wonka... Have a guess. Augustus Yeah, Gloop. no one wants to be Augustus Gloop, do they? No one wants to be the fat kid, no. do they? No. Did I ever tell you that time? Especially not the fat when kid. When I was, I was in the flat that I used to live in before I moved out to the suburbs, uh, I was stood on the balcony... And some kids walked past, and I'm, I swear one of them just looked up to me and said, Augustus Gloop. Oh, no. Yeah. That's tragic. Yeah. It's really bad. I'm really, uh, I'm really sorry. Yeah, mate. I became anorexic after that, as as yeah. anyone who's seen me lately can attest to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sad. What a tragic way to, to end the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> what a diss, um, though, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's really, yeah. like... That's it's solid. It's solid. Who's got that reference just there, Anna. ready, just ready to go at any moment? They must have literally just watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate. That's, that's kids in the NN one, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we go into the electric ballroom. Tomorrow, yeah. Uh, for the first time in quite some time. Um, so um, I think the last time I was there, I don't know if you've snuck in a visit uh, since, was uh, the end of 2017, uh, Unboxing Two. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the last time I was there. Yeah. I've obviously been to um, Alexandra Palace for the uh, Super Strong Style 16 tour. Yeah, and we went to uh, Wembley. Wembley yeah. Arena. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, but yeah, not been back to the ballroom for quite some time. Yeah, and I mean, I've heard it's changed somewhat. Yeah, it looks weird because they got rid of that sound booth. So I don't know where Briley and, and fake Greg Davis go now. I think they have to just hover. Yeah. They're in um they're on the top of a drone right. which just hovers around above the ring the whole yeah. time. I like it. Like uh like uh, Doctor Robotnik from the, the from the game Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Or Doctor Eggman, as I like to call him. Yeah, I never really understood why he's got two names. Well, well I mean, he's criminal, isn't it? They've all got two names, like Stephen Yaxley Lennon. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And um, Boris Alexander de Fethel Johnson. <laughs> what a what a what a rogues gallery yeah. of um, uh, of uh, pseudonyms. Yeah. Yeah, talking of a bunch of pseudonyms, um, wrestlers—they don't have—they don't use their own names. Do no, they? they tend to use their middle name and then switch it around. Yeah, quite often it's middle name then first yeah. name, some kind of area. What would yours be if, if you did that? David Christopher. I see, that's that's acceptable, isn't it? Yeah. Mine would be uh, Richard Allen, so Ricky Allen. It yeah. works, doesn't it? Ricky Allen doing the camps. Yeah. High flying Ricky oh, Allen. Hot, hot young baby face Ricky Allen. Baby face in peril. Yeah, I'd be the Rock and Roll Express Ricky Allen. Because there was a there was a Perfect. trend back in the day um, to borrow names from America. Because um, yeah. you'd see him on a poster and you think, ah. But mostly, I once saw the the Rock and Roll Express against the Legion of Doom, but he was the Legend of Doom, and it was only two men. It was one man against one man. Yeah, famous, famous. The Legend of yeah. Doom, that sounds that's great. Somebody should be going by that. Do you know who the, the Legend of Doom sometimes was? Ricky Knight, father of WWE superstar Paige. Yeah, also a grandfather. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if uh, you did listen to our episode earlier today. Yeah. Um, so, Natural Progression series. Yeah. It's a tournament. Now, this is the first time they've done it as a one-day tournament. Yeah. Um, since is this they've said what number this is, haven't they? Natural progression five, five, six. I don't know. Um, because they, they took time off for it a says while, it on the all right. Because did they yeah. take time off? Well, Flash Morgan Webster won one, was that number three? Mm, I think that was number two, right? Then Pastor Willem Eva, yeah. So the first one was Mandrews. Yep. Then, um, then Flash. Yep. Uh, then Eva. The, the show where Flash won, I think that was my first ever progress show. Yeah, then Eva. Yeah. And then, did they do a women's one? I don't know. I want to say they did. I feel like they did a women's one. And uh, then um, Davis won the last yeah. one. Um, I wonder whether I can find that quickly now. Uh, just be interesting. Yeah. Just be interesting yeah. to know. Um, but it is a tournament um, ostensibly for newer talent. It's always been um, the, the, the up-and-comers, yeah. isn't it? Um, uh, like, uh, I guess the point is for it to be young up-and-coming wrestlers, but as we might discuss, they're not always as young as you might uh, immediately think. That yeah, I mean, it's it's generally people who've not really appeared in progress before, um, although there are a couple of people on this card who have. Um, so, I mean, it, it used to be that, I mean, progress, they were picking and choosing from the best of the UK scene, um, and that kind of gave them a bit of a core roster. Uh, and so this was a way of introducing new people in and, and sometimes they weren't always kind of brand new um they, they'd been around for, for quite a few years um but they were new to the ballroom yeah yeah um like the quite often you would see people who have been um bubbling under on their um endeavor on their on their endeavor yeah. shows um 
uh, as uh, sort of um, you know the next generation. Um, people have graduated from the pro job, yeah. which was their erstwhile training uh, facility. Yeah. And do you know what I miss the Endeavour um, shows? You do. They they were a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were a lot of fun. Um, but long gone. Yeah, long gone. Yeah, sadly. Um, the, maybe that they tried to do that weird TV show thing. Yeah, they? Freedom's Road. Yeah, uh, but that never really happened. Yes, yeah, so a natural progression series four was for the the winner. Won the champ. The was it Laura Di Matteo who won it? No, the the winner oh, won right. the championship. So, so it was t- Tony yeah. Storm, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. There you yeah. go. That's uh, the, the, the facts. So you, previously, yeah. it's just kind of been dotted around here and there. Like a lot of Progress's tournaments, uh, you never knew when there would be a match um, well, from one, month to, one month to another, really, didn't they? It, it tended to be fairly consistent, it, at least to start with. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you'd have like one match every show. Yeah. Um, uh, it would be, it's a knockout style tournament, single elimination. Yeah. Um, and uh, normally eight people or 16 people. Not 100% sure. I haven't got all of that information. No, we're terrible, aren't Um, we? Well, because sometimes they would do qualifiers on the Endeavour shows, um, and it would come down to a final, um, and then the winner of that final would be entitled to a shot at the Progress Championship, or, as has become the development, the championship of their choice, because... Mark Davis um, opted to cash it in for a shot at the tag team. That's nice of him, wasn't it? And and they kind of use this language a lot with the build-up for this, um, the sixth Natural Progression series, yeah. because um, they've said the winner will get a shot at the title of their choosing. So they are introducing a new title at their show uh, this Sunday. Yeah. Um, the Proteus Championship, which is going to be... You can the defended under some sort of. They've just nicked it, basically nicked it off DDT. Um, it's gimmick match. Yes, um, I I wish I had the faith that they would handle it with a tenth of the imagination that DDT uh, do. So prove me wrong, Mister Briley, Mister yeah. Joseph, not Mister Smallman. You're fucking off. Um, He's still around a little for a little. Is he? While. Right. Well, you can prove me wrong as well, Mr. Smallman. Um, so, and of course, there's the tag team championships yep. um, hanging around. Uh, presumably, none of the uh, competitors will be challenging for the women's championship. Well, uh, you know, uh, it's a complicated world, Chris. Well, they probably want a spot higher up the card <laughs> don't they, on the progress show. Can't wait to see Mako Satamora go on second on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have been drawn back to the ballroom and back to progress for this one show. Yeah. Um, I, I like a tournament. I do, as so, well. So that in and of itself, like, it was always something I was keeping an eye yeah. on. I thought, yeah, I'd quite like to go to the ballroom for a tournament that's kind of, it's going to be sort of low. I, as my, Obviously, it's for a title shot, but it's a little bit low stakes because yeah. it's not. It's not progress trying to inject all their storylines into it. Um, 
I say storylines with heavy um, <laughs> inverted commas around yeah. them. Um, and, and it's a sort of standalone. So we can go, enjoy it, we'll get a winner, maybe we'll have fun at the Yeah, ballroom. and you know, as soon as they announced this, I did maybe think, I, I thought I'd, I've been wanting to go back to the ballroom for a while because um, I always enjoyed wrestling at the ballroom. Um, you know, I've had my issues with progress and even some of the shows that I went to at the ballroom, some of them frustrated the hell out of me. Uh, well, I mean, I, absolutely they yeah. did. That's kind of why we yeah. stopped going. Um, but I always enjoyed wrestling in the ballroom, you know, as, as such. Um, so it's a nice venue to go to. I wanted to go back. When they announced this, I thought, do you know what? I'll pencil that in. Um, and then they announced some of the names um, and one name in particular. And I think it's no secret to followers of this podcast and certainly people who are on our Facebook group um, that we are only going um, really because of one man. Yeah. Um, so I, I, absolutely not the first name that they announced, but probably the first name that made me sit up and pay attention um, was the announcement of Gene Money. So let's... Um, Let's go through this, I think, match by okay. match, and then and then we'll have a look at the brackets. Yep. Um, so, Gene Money. Um, how do you describe Gene Money? How do you describe? Uh, do you know, I've tried a lot, um, and yeah. he defies easy explanation. Um, he, um, I, I he kind of came up described... with. Uh, oh, sorry, gone. No, he described himself on Twitter as um, uh, Slurms McKenzie. The other day, which I thought was quite right. good. Slums McKenzie is a character from Future. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't watch that. Um, it's cartoon, no, mate. Cartoons no, I mean, for kids. You're an anime, though. I am you? an anime. That's for adults. <laughs> yeah, very adult. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, you, you had a... Yeah, a, um, a, he's a, kind uh, of like a guy who thinks he's the absolute shit. Uh, but... Everybody's aware that he isn't, but he doesn't know. Yeah. That's the kind of nearest I can his, get to. He also gets his bum out. He does, and uh, covers up his nipples um, with yeah. a, a bit of tape. And in fact, at the Wrestling Resurgence show I was at the other week, um, Lycos asked him why his nipples were covered. And he said, I've got knee pads to stop me knees hurting. I've got these to stop me nipples hurting. I thought, perfectly logical. fair enough fair enough um so gene money um a sentimental favorite around these parts yeah and genuinely the moment gene money was announced um because also the connection with good wrestling um i was excited to see him getting this opportunity but the moment he was announced was the moment i knew that i was buying yeah a ticket for the show. and and you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna drop something here and and mm-hmm. in the past i i've been the, the target of the ire of um the progress guys for revealing names before they were announced even though those people themselves were telling and i heard a little whisper that gene money was going to be in it and that the, the little whisper said don't tell anyone and i didn't tell anyone so, well, yeah, um, we knew before he was announced, yeah. but, you know, we just kept it to ourselves and uh, just made those plans. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 joked, um, I joked online 
um, a few weeks ago about um, when, when can I start taking credit for Gene? Yeah. Um, and I think it might be right now. Okay. Um, I think I might start taking credit for Gene Money right well, now. Well, before Progress do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Gene Money's been, but, been wrestling eight years. Um, not yeah. as Gene Money. Uh, he's done no, a couple of other things. Um, Johnny, Johnny Lavelle. Oh, what? Johnny Lavelle, um, yeah. And he, he might have done some stuff under uh, a mask in East London. Um, yeah. But I think Gene Money as a character is fairly recent. Um, so we're talking sort of four years, maybe. Yeah. Um, so this does feel, you know, his place in this tournament feels right because he is a bit of a, a one of the buzz wrestlers at the moment. Yeah, he's getting a lot of attention right yeah. now, um, uh, being used sort of prominently in a lot of places. Um, obviously, the champion at Resurgence um, is appearing uh, regularly for Riptide and uh, Breed uh, have got him um, in, a, in a kind of cherry spot. Yeah, he's there. still in a match um, with Martina. The match is still ongoing. It was due to end last Sunday at the cave, but... He had a very notable match at the debut Schadenfreude yep. and Friends show, yep. um, in which they let the uh, he and uh, Chief Deputy Dunn allowed the audience to pick the outcome of every part of. Yeah, Bandagraps. Um, yep, yeah, I'm still waiting for somebody to give me the footage of that. Um, I, I'm going to keep hinting. Heavily hinting at the people involved. I'm sure I can get it out of someone. <laughs> um, and we've been using him in good for um, for three years yes. now. Um, obviously, part of that three years involved quite a long um, period off. Um, but he, he's been with us since um, our, our sort of first few shows. Yeah. And he, he is good wrestling, really. Um, perhaps even more than your champion uh, at the moment. Um, I would say Gene Money. When you think of good wrestling, he's the first thing you think of. So, yeah, claim, claim away, mate. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd, saw, I'd seen Gene Money around. He's one of the sort of local guys. Um, he's, he's from the Milton Keynes area. Um, and I'd seen him on a couple of shows locally. And um, always thought, that's a fun character that if he's on a fun show, will be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I think certain shows aren't suited to really showcase those people. Yeah. Because like it's the comedy. It is the comedy match. Hmm. And he he's against Scotty Davis tomorrow. Yeah. Um, now I've seen Scotty Davis a few times. Um, he won a contract with Fight Club Pro. Um, yeah, that's really yeah at their Project London series of uh, shows. Um, yeah, I haven't seen him for ages at Fight Club Pro, but you know maybe you know he's on loan somewhere. Um, that's how contracts yeah. work, isn't it? Yeah, you sign somebody up, send them on loan for some seasoning. Yeah. Um, he'll come back better than yeah. ever. Um, Scotty Davis, uh, Gene Money's opponent, um, referred to as what, like the supreme suplex machine, something, something like that. Like yeah, that. he likes chucking people, people about. Saying, yeah, I mean, I've seen him a few times, and I've never felt like, like I, I find that that sort of nickname and gimmick weird, mm. because 
it's like you, you do some you do suplexes. Yeah, unless you just exclusively do suplexes, nothing else, yeah. no punches, no kicks, no wrist locks, just suplexes. And and your suplexes better be better than everybody else's. Suplexes. Yeah, and and like, you better know all the suplexes. Yeah, like so, Roderick Strong for ages was kind of the backbreaker. Guy, yeah, right. But that's because he did all the backbreakers he could think yeah. of. Right, um, Millie McKenzie is known for her suplexes, but that's because she suplexes people three times yeah. the size. Scotty Davis is a fellow who does suplex. Well, he, he just he, he needs like, a breakout performance, and it's like being called Mister Moonsault. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember Mister Moonsault? Yeah, 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 I do. Do you remember he was like a big part of Rev Pro? He was, yeah, uh, along with Two Unlimited. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for them to come back to the Gordon Craig Theatre. Uh, and Psycho Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, if I'm looking at this, this Gene Money's got to progress, but who knows? Well, OK, I'm going to have a look on Twitter because Progress have been running polls for each of the um, each of the competitors. And when I looked at the um, I voted. Yeah. So maybe we'll vote along. Uh, with this, but I voted and I voted for Gene Money, and it came up with the the percentages so far. And I believe Scotty Davis was ahead at that point. Idiots. Um, to to which I responded, "Who in the hell is voting for Scotty Davis?" Yeah. Um, and now I can't find yeah. it. Uh, have they deleted no. it? No, they can't have deleted it. That's mad. Uh, um, talk amongst yourselves, yeah? yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, so currently, yeah, Scotty Davis is sitting at 53% and Gene Money's sitting at 47 Oh, it's like Brexit all over again. Who are these is, idiots? Absolute shocker. Yeah. Absolute shocker to I me. can only presume someone's um, been driving around the internet with a bus that says Scotty Davis will give you £3.50 if you vote for him. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's your first yeah. match, um, first first match up on the tournament. We'll um, we'll move up the bracket okay. then um, to the next um, next bracket, um, the next match up, and who will face the winner of Scotty Davis and Gene? Yeah. Um, and that is Cara Noir versus Dan Malone. Right, two fellas not strangers to us. Nope. Two fellas who have not worked for good yet. No, that's true. Huh? Um, two guys also who they're not uh, they're not new. No, they're not new to the scene. So Caranoir's been around a been around while. for under uh, for nine years under one guise or another. Um, he's been kind of Caranoir or uh, El Pavo Real, which is his kind of gimmick that he uses at Lucha Britannia for about three years now. Um, and Dan Maloney, six years in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dan Maloney is a uh, Birmingham-based fella. Uh, he came up with Tyler Bate. Um, I remember seeing the pair of them having matches in a in a working men's club just outside. It's, I think, near Stetchley. Stetchford. Birmingham. Stetchford. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, for Kamikaze. Um, and and uh, both their mums being there in attendance. Yeah, um, and then when we went to Fight Club Pro, 
Dan Maloney's mum always had an armchair in the fiction. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. it's quite nice. Um, Dan Maloney's a weird one in that he, he was one of the fellas picked up for the WWE team. Yeah, and he had a contract the... with them for a while. Yeah, when they had the UK Championship tournament, uh, he was he was part of that, um, and uh, and kind of slipped slipped off the radar a little bit with that with that contract. It felt. Yeah. Um, so while he was um, doing that, he was only really uh, he was he was doing some kind of weird comedy angle in Fight Club Pro with Martina and Shay, um, and then just really working for Southside maybe, and maybe a few kamikazes, um, yeah. but. Other than that, you didn't really see him anywhere. No, and then he kind of disappeared even from Fight Club, yeah. didn't he, for a while. Um, but he's come <coughs> back. He came back uh, probably earlier this year. It was late late last year at the um, the, the, the weekend where they, they right, the Schadenfreude yeah. show. Yeah, so that was like October, November time yeah. last year. Um, and people just fell in love yeah, with it. Yeah, well... Uh, it was it was weird. It, I feel like it was weird. I mean, it was weird in that Fight Club Pro started presenting him as a hero rather than a villain. Yeah. Um, but people just bought it. People like right saying away. the word Dan to the tune of his theme song. That's yeah. exactly what they like. Um, yeah. And yeah. who Which, knew... You know, might, might be an issue for him at the Well, yeah, if they can't use his music... Um, then yeah. and and also it will be a slight issue for Gene Money um, because Gene yeah. Money is is very much identified with a particular theme song. Um, Having said that, I I want to actively encourage everybody who's listening to this, and I'll do it in person to everybody tomorrow that we actually all just sing Baker Street. Yeah, if they if they don't yeah. have Baker Street, we will make them have Baker Street. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, Karen Noir. He comes out to a certain song, but that's old and public domain, so that should be fine. Um, but yeah, Dan Maloney's a weird one. Um, he's he's got everything, but it's never quite clicked, has it? No, and it does seem to have clicked in 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 well, certainly in Fight Club yep. Pro. He, he's very much on the ascendancy. Yeah, um, seems to be in line for um, a shot at their top title. Yeah, formed a tag team with Doris uh, as O one two one. Yeah, I believe they're currently attack, attack tag team. Yeah, um, he's tagging with MK McKinnon in Rev Pro, so he's getting out and about yeah. again. Yeah, and uh, I think that's good, and I think it's working for yeah. him. Um, you know, he, he he basically is somebody who um, chops the shit out of people, and that's a popular thing to do in British wrestling. Um, it kind of sets you up as somebody that fans like to watch because they love pe- watching people get hit. Yeah, yeah, and he's appeared a couple of times for Progress before, um, as part of that WWE UK thing, uh, the crossover there. Um, when fight when uh, Progress were just stealing everyone from Fight Club Pro, Dan Maloney was one of right. the people they nicked. Um, Karen Noir, as far as I know, he may have done a pre-show match, but hasn't appeared for Progress. Um, no, well, we saw him recently make his debut for Fight Club. Oh, Club. it was amazing. Um, and that went over really Yeah, well. I mean, he's so... got to be the the kind of... I mean, we said Gene Money's got a lot of buzz. Karanoa's also in that buzz category. So everyone at the ballroom, um, I would imagine, will have seen Karanoa multiple times um, and be very familiar with, with what he does. Um, and thus, I think he will go down like a storm again. 
so here's a question for you. Just, you we just talk about um, Cara Noir having buzz and Jean Money having buzz. Do you ever wonder whether maybe Jean Money doesn't have buzz and it's just it's just us and our friends? I mean, it could be. It could be. Um, I I know people who when he made his debut at Riptide, um, the the reports from there were that. Uh, he, he he was just an entrant in a, a, a rumble, um, but he did a you know a few of his trademark spots in there. And when he came out, the the reaction was, "Who's this? Uh, who's this fella?" But when he got eliminated, he got a, a "Please come back" chant. So I, I do think that he's one of those people that if it does click for him, he wins people over very quickly. Um, and yeah. I, I think that yeah, I mean. If if you were to ask a crowd at a Summer Sizzler, um, at a Rev Pro show, the thousand people there, you'd probably only find, you know, ten twenty percent of them would have the Gene Money buzz. But I think maybe yeah. progress, and certainly this progress show, um, I think there might be a bit more of a buzz there. Yeah. And I think if if Gene Money appeared at Fight Club Pro, um, then he would get a similar reaction, I think, to Cara Noir. Yeah. Cara Noir, I think, is a weird one for progress. Yeah. Um, I I was speaking to somebody the other day about this, and I, I wonder... Um, so this is the reason Cara Noir's not my pick for this match. I, I, I think Dan Maloney's going through here, because I can't, I can't fathom... I can't picture a world where progress are able to deal with a character like Cara Noir properly. Well, I mean... In, in a lot of ways, you remember when they used to do the stuff with Jimmy Havoc, kind of the films and stuff? Like there was that yeah. famous one of him in the warehouse stabbing Will Ospreay to death. Yeah. Um, so they've done that kind of thing before, but it is, is, is that gone now? Can they handle it a character like, like it this? It feels like that's gone. That, that's exactly my yeah. point, is that I haven't seen any evidence that they could follow through on something like this in future. Yeah. I mean, even back then, like, it, it was hit and miss. Like, what as good for as good as the Jimmy Havoc stuff was, um, do you remember the faceless yeah. that became the origin? Yeah, that was terrible. That didn't really work, no. out, did it? Um, so, you know... For every hit, there's probably four or five misses yeah. for them. In that. Yeah. Uh, let's move okay. on then um, to our third uh, match. Um, and this is the one that's got everybody buzzing. <laughs> um, it is Danny Duggan versus Malik. Uh, I think you'll find that's Danny Guggen. <laughs> Danny Guggen. Yeah. Uh, the robot, Danny yeah. Duggan. Um, against uh, Malik. So yeah, Danny Duggan uh, came through IPW. Um, and their training school, uh, 2014. He was part of the, the tag team, was it DND with Kieran Donnelly? Yes. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and I think lately he's been out to the uh, New Japan Dojo in Los Angeles. Um, and now he's uh, turned up in progress. Again, I think he's been in progress before. I saw him at an Endeavour. Um, yeah, he's definitely been around. Yeah. Like those, maybe the the shows at the uh, the dome, yeah. stuff like that. Um, Danny Duggan is one of those guys that hundred percent looks like a yeah. wrestler. He's like a guy that I could absolutely see getting signed up for the WWE performance yeah. center because and, he looks the part. And you know, it's, it's, his his fundamentals are fine. 
Um, yeah. Again, similar with Scotty Davis, who is at least has a moustache going for him. Um, yeah. I don't know why I should care about Danny Duggan. Yeah. Um, I also think, like, you know, the Duggan name, it's got a rich wrestling history. Yeah. But unless you're coming out with a plank of wood, I'm just not interested. Well, I mean, even then, um, the, the the kind of collectives that I was part of in the early 2000s, uh, really in Memphis, we, we had a, a thing called the Duggan button um, that as soon as you saw uh, Axel or Jim Duggan, or even just Jim Duggan as he was before he went into WWE, you'd just lean on the Duggan button. Um, and and then in uh, early TNA, um, that became the Douglas button um, oh, for, for Shane Douglas. Okay. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, his opponent, Malik, yep. um, not somebody I know loads about. I think you probably see, you might have seen him a bit more than... Yeah, so he's been wrestling four years, uh, came through the uh, London School of Lucha Libre um, under Greg Burridge and um, Gary Vanderhorn. Uh, I... The first time I ever saw him, he, he, there he plays a character called Malik Marduk, um, who's uh, an Anunnaki space god, because um, that's how they do things there. Um, and he had some acolytes who have since gone on to play uh, other characters at Lucha Britannia. But I saw him uh, dropkick Freddie Mercurio off the shoulders of uh, a wrestler called uh, Santeria there. Um, and if people kind of know voodoo, um, and he's gone under lots of different names. He's well over six foot. Um, and Freddie Mercurio was sat on his shoulders. Um, and Malik did a standing drop kick, uh, to, to knock Freddie Mercurio. So he's a hell of an athlete. He's got a really good look. He's got, a, I think it's a Pakistani, uh, British background. So he's, he's got a bit of a unique something that he's bringing to, to Brit rest, um, which is the land of white people. Um, and I really like him. Um, it's nice to see him getting some high profile stuff. I know Will Ospreay is quite high on him through coming through that school and he's done some stuff with Frontline. Uh, he's, he's actually worked Arena Mexico, I think, uh, with Ultimo Dragon. And uh, he's also been out to uh, K Dojo with Takamishinoku. So he's been around. He's, he's sort of earned his, his trade. And I think this could be, uh, he could be another one that's due for like a breakout performance. Well, who, who's your pick um, out of these? From that, I think because um, I think he's exactly the kind of wrestler that progress like Duggan's going through there. See, I think I'm going with Malik on this yeah. one because I think he's a clear bad guy. Right. Like, and I think uh, this will play into the next match. Right. I think so. He, he'll be going through to the semi-final. Okay. Um, the winner of that match will go through to the semi-final to face the winner of um, Veit. Veit Muller. Yeah. Um, and the OJMR. Yeah, I mean, Veit is German for fight, I think. Brilliant. Yeah. I, I will Veit you. Um, Veit Muller, somebody that I don't know anything no, about. No, I know nothing about the fella. He's been wrestling seven years. Um, That's all I know about him. Martin Bentley likes him because Martin Bentley goes out to that Germany. Yeah. And if if um, you're a man and you've impressed Martin Bentley, you've got something. <laughs> Maybe um, boobs. I don't uh, know. He, uh, you know, there's a whole gimmick with this tournament in that, like, pe members of the Progress roster picked, like, nominated their um, 
uh, entrance to this tournament, and I believe he was nominated by Walter. Okay. Um, so I think that kind of says something about the kind of character we're looking yeah. at here. Um, a big uh, European man who is probably going to uh, slap somebody about a bit. Yeah, I mean, that's a fetish yeah. right there. Um, it is, that's a Camden fetish. Yeah, big European man slapping people about. And the person he's doing the slapping to is the OJMO, which I've, I've only um, recently become aware stands for Orange Juice Machine Operator. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure that's oh, true. Oh, right. Well, it, because, it's true in my head. Well, the, the, the MO is his name. are his initials, yeah. aren't they? So whatever the OJ bit stands for. Um, Original Jokester. Something like yeah. that, isn't it? Um, that's like uh, uh, Kiss, and we're trying to come up with all the different things that Kiss could stand yeah. for. Um, but uh, the OJMO, we talk about people who have got buzz, we talk about car and yeah. car, and we talk about Gene Money. There probably isn't a younger, like young wrestler um, that has got as much buzz as the OJMO right yeah. now. Yeah, he's been wrestling two years. Um, wherever he goes, he's turning heads. Um, he's a very slight young man. Um, could maybe do with packing on a bit of muscle. Oh, um, he's very young, and that'll come with Yeah, because he, he is picking up injuries here and there. Um, very reminiscent of a young Will Ospreay in that kind of way, um, yeah. even in his style. Um, he's got charisma to give away. Uh, he, he fills a room, and he, he's just... I think this lad has got a big future ahead of him, um, and... I know what you were saying about Malik going through to provide a heel, and it's purely because I can only see one winner in this match, and that's the OJMO. Yeah, yeah, same here. Um, and so I think the OJMO is somebody that people have got an eye Yeah, on. he's um, been doing some high-profile stuff with RevPro. Um, he had a match with Pac and some stuff with David Starr there as well. Yeah, um, well... I, I think that's another thing. David Starr picked him as his entrant to the yeah. tournament. So, you know, this this match itself has got that, that wrinkle to it with Walter's pick going up against David Starr's. Yeah, and he's part of the independent movement. Yeah, they all yeah. are. They all are somehow. Yeah. Um, but so, we got our semi-finals, yeah. semi-finalists. Who do you think is going through to the final? Who do you think are final? So I think the OJMO is going all the way. Um, and by that, I even think that he might go um, and win the thing. Um, now, it's, it's, it's weird because I think it's, it's going to be him against uh, the winner of, um, you know, the, the other side of the bracket. The natural opponent for the OJMO, because they've done it loads of places and it's never failed to be really good, is Car Noir. But to do that, Car Noir's got to beat um, some bigger names to get there. So I think it's either going to be OJMO against Car Noir or Dan Maloney. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Dan Maloney because I, I feel like Dan Maloney is the kind of person that progress lies. Yeah, and he can also provide a really good base. Um, yeah. And I think OJMO is. I think OJMO is winning the whole thing. I also think David Starr is picking up the Progress Championship. Yeah. 
this Sunday at Alexandra Palace and OJMO uh, cashing in against David Starr somewhere down the line is a good story for them to yeah. tell. Um, um, you know, you look at the, the, the card and it's there's there's one sleeper match maybe and that's your Danny, Danny Guggen against Malik. Um, so it's up to them to, to kind of like try and pull it out. But other than that, you know, you've got Caranoir, you've got Dan Maloney, you've got OJMO, you've got Gene Money. They're, they're four of the top unsigned talents in the UK. Um, if you were to start a new promotion and announce those four as your first four names, then you would pick up ticket sales from the kind of the usual traveling crowd for that. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun watching those guys in the ballroom, the home um, of the kind of modern renaissance of Britress, which, as we know, sadly died a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I think it'll be interesting to see what comes of this, like what comes like progress. I think progress have got to sort of look at themselves in a rebuilding period right now. Um, I think they will probably find that they can use less and less of the WWE affiliated talent that they've got, um, or at least they will. If they're smart, they will want to not focus on them as much. Um, you know, they're they're kind of been hindered previously by putting their t titles on people who have signed contracts elsewhere. Yeah. Don't know why I've gone a little bit stuttery. Yeah. You get emotional, um, man. You get emotional about a subject close to your heart. Emotional. Look, Gene Money. Uh, do you know what? Scrap it. Gene Money's <laughs> going all the way. Gene Money's bringing home the Natural Progression Series trophy. I don't even know what that looks like. Um, we're going to drink a cup of tea out of it in Milton Keynes. <laughs> now, um, I, I think that you're right, um, in a way, that the progress um, grew beyond their um, – into their, their bigger – uh, status off the back of some of the people who went on to be stars in WWE UK and in Ring of Honor and in New Japan. Um, their boom did not come about because of WWE UK. Their uh, demise, in as such as it is a demise, I mean, it's not really, they're still selling loads of tickets, um, has come about because of that close identification with WWE UK, like that there is less and less buzz, the more the two get connected. So it's in their interest to kind of almost declare a, a cut um, that going forward, if you want what progress is and was and, you know, is going to be, then it's got to be kind of free of those guys, which is what we asked for at the time. Um, you know, we wanted that clean break from people to be to be gone from the indies um, to, to, to go to WWE because it muddies the waters. And I think it's vital that Progress do that. And if they can build around the likes of David Starr, uh, around the likes, they've got Jordan Grace as their women's champion. You know, she's signed with Impact. She's not on uh, WWE. If you can get the OJMO. Um, and some of the, the bigger characters, especially in that new Proteus belt, which you can do a lot with, then maybe progress and start winning people back round. Yeah. 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 And uh, I would be I would be happy to watch progress again if they were good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think tomorrow is going to be great. Yeah, fun. looking forward to it. Um, going to see a lot of familiar faces. 
uh it is sold out yeah the show is sold out so if you're listening to this and you haven't got a ticket i don't, I don't know what to well i mean you. get on twicket you never know as far as i know sebastian hasn't been announced so there's going to be no rush for, for twicket um there's also a big tag match yeah. on the show six-man tag with uh um some kind of variation of the uh, cck Shard it's Freud, it's look um, cck yeah. so it's um chris brooks john gresham rubbish I'm and sorry. uh Bad. and lucky kid yeah. Uh, against LAX and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Um, so fingers crossed Eddie Kingston's got his flair. Yeah, it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, I'd really like to see yeah. that. Um, I did joke that um, I can't wait to hear the chant, we can't see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that because, sounds awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's the classic material that comes out of fans at the Electric Ballroom. And inevitably at some point this will not be in the ring yeah. um but um i'm sure that'll be i'm sure that'd be great uh, you know i trust those people yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be brawly and messy um and exactly the kind of thing we like when we can see it yeah so we've got eight matches announced uh there'll probably be a pre-show match they do that now, yeah yeah um and i'm looking forward yeah to it's it. gonna be nice to go back uh to to progress on on the down low, um, it's not like a chapter show, um, although what is happening kind of is canon. Um, but it's it's not sort of going along to one of the usual shows with the storylines going on. So it'd just be nice to just pop in, see some wrestling, see some of our pals, uh, watch Jim walk around the ring. I see if he turns up. I don't know if he's turning up for this one. Um, and yeah, and then we can go home and moan about progress on the way home, which we haven't done for ages. Yeah moan about how progress ruined gene Mark. yes yes you watch you'll come out a completely different gimmick you'll be a gladiator eugene Mark. yeah <laughs> um <laughs> spartan warrior gene money um but yeah so that's tomorrow yeah. and yeah we will do another podcast uh breaking it all down uh post show um, but until next time, unless Alan Boone's got anything, to I have add. nothing to say. And in fact, I've got to go out and pick my daughter up in a minute from Youth Club. She has a better, well, better uh, social life than me, mate. I only get to go to Camden to watch wrestling. She's out at Youth Club. Yeah, Youth Club sounds yeah. great. Um, not for an adult. But, um, so instead of go to bed, go to Youth Club. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the world that we keep, where the starfish on the beach